This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Sunday. I always get my camera all jacked up after we've done the free show. It is a fantastic fall day where I'm sitting here in the Gulf Toast. I hope it is lovely wherever you guys are. Probably not going to last very long. You're here in the States. We're going to see a wild weather snap this, uh, this coming week. The bomb cyclone I mentioned last week is going to be hitting the West Coast. Apparently, 108 million people, I believe is what the article said, could be affected by severe wintry weather this week. Democrats are pushing ahead with their plan to tax the rich. Meanwhile, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is warning of hyperinflation in the U.S. economy. Poor Lord, it's, uh, it's wild you mentioned the Let's Go Brandon chant. We're going to hear it a few times tonight. Um, there are multiple rappers with songs called Let's Go Brandon. One of them got yanked off of YouTube. I... I I think we're going to hear from the one that got yanked off of YouTube. The, the fact that there's like multiple rappers with songs called Let's Go Brandon and the Ride is heralding all of them. You're going you're gonna to see what I'm talking about. I've got an interview with one on Newsmax with Eric Bowling. I got another one where it's like the blaze. No, it's Steven Crowder. It's Steven Crowder spotlighting two or three different right wing rappers. One of which came into my stream one time and paid me 50 bucks to watch one of his videos. That actually happened. That was one of, I, I think that was the one that got his video taken down off of YouTube. We're going to talk about Obama. He showed himself over the weekend. I don't get a chance to talk about Obama and bitch much about Obama. I wish I had a talk show. Back when Obama was president. I should have, if I was smart, I should have been doing this back when I was in college. I would have got to bitch about Obama. Obama says Michelle won't let him run for anything again. So, no Obama in politics for you, as if you would want that. I got some kind of a hair that's fucking with me. I'm not high enough for this shit. We're going to hear what Obama has to say about Republicans and their assault on voting rights. He's also going to talk up the Democratic agenda. He was out campaigning for Terry McAuliffe. A week and some change left to go. Obama. Obama was campaigning for Terry McAuliffe, the Democratic candidate for governor in Virginia. That race is a week and some change away. We're coming up on election day. They've been going full force for Terry McAuliffe. It's a close race. Facing off with Glenn Youngkin, a hardcore Trump supporter who has said if elected, he will ban critical race theory, vaccine mandates, and passports. That's the kind of rhetoric coming from Youngkin. 
Harry McAuliffe is the former governor of Virginia. They can't run for consecutive terms in Virginia, so they have to trade off. So Ter- Terry McAuliffe was the governor before Ralph Northam was the court- current governor of Virginia. That election is a week and some change away. We're going to cover that. We're going to do a big election night thing on the Troll Patrol on a Super Tuesday. We've got some bounties that have been paid out. The Texas Attorney General, ah, the Lieutenant Governor, the Texas Lieutenant Governor, offered bounties for anyone who could find election fraud in the 2020 election. Bounties have been paid out. He can't run again. They can't run for consecutive terms in Virginia. So Northam has, like, he, he's term He could run again after somebody else serves a term. It's fucked up. That's, that's, there's nothing wrong with the governor of Virginia unless you count his blackface episode. They have done some very progressive things. Virginia is a solid blue state right now. That's why a lot of eyeballs are on the governor's race. Along with the legislator. The legislator in the state is up as well. That's what I'm here for. I'm I'm political commentary. I'm, I'm supposed to explain the complicated things going on in politics. Try. We're going to talk about Stephen Crowder mocking an Asian reporter. God, I can't remember what the phrase was. She looked aggressively Asian, I think is what he said. Aggressively Asian. Fucking Florida. I think we got something going on in Florida. (laughs) There's always something going on in Florida. I was thinking about that earlier. Is that one of those things? Where are we just noticing stories that happened in all the crazy shit that happens in Florida. Are we placing more emphasis on it because of the Florida stereotype or does shit? Re- it, it seems like shit really seems to happen more in Florida, but also it's a populous state with a lot of, uh, tourists. It also has a warm climate and that tends to up the crazy warm does. More murders are committed near the equator than they are near the poles. Uh, Texas is all right. But like it's just, it's just the government of Texas that is fucked up. The people of Texas are all right. We had a crazy story out of Florida. Yes, there is something out of Florida. Florida's top doctor went to a meeting with, I think it was a state senator, might have been a state representative. And the representative, they or someone in their family is immunocompromised, and they asked Florida's top doctor, who is Ron DeSantis' advisor on coronavirus, to wear a mask, and the doctor refused. That happened in Florida. That's going to be a crazy story. Also, we're going to talk about Dr. Fauci. Did he lie to Congress? 
Ron Paul and right-wing media seems to think he did. The NIH released a letter last week. We're going to read the letter. We're going to see if he actually lied. Oh, there's this crazy fucking conspiracy. Apparently, China is trying to say that lobsters in Maine started the coronavirus. We're going to dig into that. That could that could just be some, some weird shit right-wing media is trying to say. I don't know. I just saw the headline and thought it was suspect. Plus, we're going to talk about the real scandal having to do with Ivermectin. Oh, shit. We've already, we've already got a call going on here. Caller, you're on the Trouble Patrol. What's going on? Hey, uh, so it's crazy. You know, despite all the problems that are still going on, there's one major one that people don't seem to uh, care about. The fact that by 2070, this entire planet could be gone. Uh, or by what? By what means are you referring to? Like a a werewolf so outbreak? 2040, 2050 is when scientists have suggested that the fish that there would be nothing in the ocean. Oh, we're and talking about climate you know, change. Um, eight out of the ten places that are most likely to like go underwater. If we just go up to three degrees Celsius, then we're already like pushing like we'll look at 1. a degree and a half. Yeah, on that target. And and, we, and in the current situation, we got these uh, you know frack drill baby drill kind of types. Thankfully, Biden didn't uh, be as neoliberal as he could about that, and he actually like wow pipeline got shut that down. But it was probably also just because it's easy because that pipeline was going through indigenous people's lands, and Biden has already said that. The most easy thing he ever did uh, was, like, say, Indigenous People's Day, is, is you know. Well, now you're you're uh, talking you're talking about Keystone, but like they still have the Line Three. The water protectors are still protesting Line Three, correct? I don't. I guess I was wishful thinking there, <laughs> but like. Well, he can uh, he canceled okay. one that was you know just kind of you know pointless anyway, but like Line Three is really um, profitable. To oil because it, it like the the Keystone was was hauling uh, shell oil from Canada, whereas Line Three yeah, is like it, I think it, it, yeah, it was very low quality. It had like sand and rocks. Yeah, yeah, I think Line Three is is actual crude though. So like that that's that's the that's the pipeline they care about. There are the water protectors in Minnesota have been protesting that for days on end for months now. All right. Well, it still doesn't change the fact that at three degrees, um, most of Asia is going to be water world. Uh, there's just going to be a, like entire Indonesian islands that just aren't going to be there. Yes. Uh, and and it's not even it's not even just that. Oh, you know, so the racists can say, oh, well, it's just those goofs, you know, like fuck them. Well, actually, bitch, it's uh, the the Central Park in New York when you set because CNN did it's like. Uh, a sliding scale. So you go to 100%. Central Park is under. Buckingham Palace, under. Well, and, I mean, uh, I mean already Miami is flooding on sunny days. Venice has to shut down. We're, we're basically just going to be like, hey, Kansas, uh, we're going to need uh, a lot more IBC, uh, intercontinental ballistic missile uh, silos underground uh, for the eventual fact that... Uh, we're just going to need to have people above ground and underground, and because the, the the sea is taking over the East Coast and parts of uh, 
San Fran already. Well, so let me ask you, what's your, what do you feel is the solution? What, what should we do as everyday people in order to further our cause of taking care of the planet? So I think uh, advocating uh, for uh, the Green New Deal uh, and make it a, like and make it their problem that they actually have to be uh, go through on it. Um, but of course, you know that that will have plenty of uh, pushback from the fossil fuel industry, and also uh, they'll bring up one sentence within like a massive bill that says, uh, "Oh, cow farts," and of course, you know Republicans are just so childish that that's like. Oh, got him. I mean, methane uh, in in commercial uh, com- commercial beef production is a actual issue. It's one of the leading causes of greenhouse emissions, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and then if and once you start t- totaling the entire animal uh, agribusiness, that's like a fourth of the, that's all. That's all more emissions than all like. Excluding like personal jets, but like all other transport, boats, cars, the cows, and of course, you know, we're just clear cutting the uh, the Amazon forest, which is not only screwing over the, uh, the the species that live there, but also the various indigenous people who John Oliver gave a, a nice interview with, and they were using memes to troll Bolsonaro. Absolutely, I'm okay. I'm with you, but other than anything electorally, what what do we need to do on the individual level? I mean, I understand. So on the, the individual level, the biggest thing that anyone can do is go vegan. Ooh, like it's, it's, it's one of the few ways that uh, corporations will learn. Oh, people aren't going to spend money on this, so we have to subsidize the, like veggies, which are already really cheap because there's you know fucking dollar stores everywhere. Except in food deserts, and of course, excluding indigenous people who literally do need a hunt. But like, that doesn't uh, apply to say a first world nation state, mostly. You know, we need to produce food locally. I mean, there, the there, there's is, no jumping straight even, to veganism. Local, local, local is even worse because um, at least with the CFOs, the cruelty is necessitated by the amount of. Uh, need for the products that people are willing to spend. Um, you're not just going to be able to grass fade, uh, you know, local uh, farms. It's just not, it can't be profitable. It can't be done to size, to scale. I don't, I don't gonna, care about if to, profit. If you're going to exploit animals, you have to do it on like an industrial level, which is 95% of animal production. Only 5%. And, and even then, that 5% isn't all just harvesting animals and then, or shipping out eggs or the broiler chickens when they have an egg for 48 days and then they're all spent. Um, there's also sanctuaries, of course. So that 5% is uh, for people who actually, you know, use their own land or it's very, it's minuscule. Also, uh, beans have, like pinto beans have 55% uh, protein. Uh, 15, uh, 15% more than beef. I like beans. There's nothing wrong. Like, I enjoy beans. I enjoy a whole spectrum of meats and, and dairy products. and like. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, in a lot of places, there's just um, 
Like, okay, so the obviously annoying thing that people will first bring about vegans is after they hate, oh, I'm a lion, bro, you know, and they go through all those uh, stupid, they're like, oh, yeah, they just make excuses, because, but also, well, I'm, I'm mean, not stereotyping our nation, vegans. Our nation, is, our nation is carnist inspired, which is why it's weird to be like, oh, what do you mean you don't eat dead flesh? Because they also uh, are willingly blind. Like they rec- a lot of people recognize that the Yuling Dog Festival is bad, or that even one person who was actually pro uh, whaling said it was a river of blood. Well, I mean, um, like I'm I'm not going to judge another culture because like we do but, barbaric shit here that they can look at and and judge in yeah. a vacuum. Yeah, I'm a fan of chored mammal flesh. I just had some of it. You know, you, if you try like a little air crisper tofu, and cause it's really just the seasonings that most people care about with the meat. Because, well, I mean, I'm sure you've chewed into some particularly nasty grit, like just fatty-filled, um, cheap subpar steak. And I mean, the thing is, we uh, they, they they can live up to thirty years, and for dairy cows, after we're done raping them. Uh, for like seven years after they've become spent, and then they just once again go into the meat industry. That's why dairy is arguably like way worse because it's literally based on rape. Okay, so on on fr- you you were you were watching the show on Friday night, weren't you? Yeah. You you I'm asked almost- you asked Sparkles about sausages, didn't you? I did. Now, what did you think when Sparkles responded back with, like, detailed knowledge of sausage making? I was impressed, to say the least, because a <laughs> lot of people don't know what goes into the sausage. Oh, well, she she is a sadistic uh, woman. I don't know. I don't know if sadistic is the right word, but she no, she's yeah, different. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, we take out ooh, at least three to five trillion fish out of the ocean, and, uh, you know, they just get to suffocate on air that's that's fun over um, like there's a lot of issues with our, exploit, our there actually food is production. A, an element of human exploitation too um not just for migrant workers who have no rights and they you know we'll call in, we'll call immigration on them you know just to make all that disappear and not have to pay them um but prisoners also get you unless they claim like oh you know i'm uh, i'm jewish or you know you can get uh religious exemption from doing what they call red eye work, which is just, so we already have massive amounts of um, recidivism rate, like at least in the seventies. So then Absolutely. you start making, you start getting these people to violence. And I mean, it's, a, it's, it's and the reason it's called the, uh, the, the, pri- I mean, the prison, the uh, industrial prison complex, the same America has a problem with complexes, you know, military, the fact that very only, I think maybe one time the Pentagon has recently got audited. Once. And the I don't the think Pentagon that, has never uh, passed an audit. I don't think it was that like short. I feel like Argo was like the bit, no, the postman, which was about the, the whole. Uh, it's it, it imperialistic dogs. It's, it's gross. Like, there's so many vets that are like, yeah, we should actually defend. We should put our money in defense, not this fucking. Like, we are maintaining thousands of tanks just for shits and giggles. It's and, not for, it's not, it's not for shits and like giggles. It is jet. a money laundering scheme to grease the wheels of defense contractors. 
Yeah, I mean, that's been that way. I mean, just like how we uh, actively fund Yemen school children being bombed by the Saudis. Yep, and of yep. Course, and, and, oh, but by the way, Trump, just so you know, he's apparently, uh, he's still the president. He's, uh, he's just letting Biden take all the good credit for everything. And, uh, oh God, Jordan Klepper, when he was fingering the polls, there was this man who's like, this was his uh, thoughts. You know that awful video where people were gl- grabbing onto the, the wheel well of airplanes yes. trying to get in? Yes. He's like, that's a balloon. That's a balloon. Uh, they, they don't actually have a ship that big, a, a plane that big. That's just a balloon, guys. Like, these people, holy shit. I mean, you're you're like in the capital of Trumplandia, so I fish. <laughs> we had a Trump rally just right down the road, not what a month, two months ago, something like that. I love when the counter protests are bigger than like the actual uh, rallies. Oh no, he drew he drew like a rock star here. It was a huge event. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Alabama is mostly white. <laughs> It's like that's how they had them planned in Ohio. Like, yeah, Ohio is obviously like a bunch of white people. Well, and he, it's like he also he wasn't. They, they really have to choose his handlers where to send him because he's so universally reviled. Well, he wasn't. He For wasn't here reason. where I'm at in the in the actual city, the big city in Alabama. No, 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 no. He was about an hour out, out in the county. Like they were out in a fucking like pumpkin patch or some shit. Out in the middle of a field somewhere. And somehow they don't recognize that he's a New York elite who looks down on them mm. at every chance he gets. It's like, uh, I mean, there was a reason he's called a sound by King. He, he would just say the same shit, like, with one word variation. But you miss him, don't you? That's why you're talking about him right now. You miss Trump? <laughs> uh, so, he's... he's the one thing he's done really well is galvanize the left. Even the shit libs. They, they can, we can, and even in the alliance centrist, they can be like, yeah, Trump is bad. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, but it's so weird when a, whenever a conservative talks to you and they're like, what do you mean? You're, you're Biden did this and this. I'm like, yes, I can separate various parts of the human and I know he's not perfect. I mean, he's not literally my God, MAGA emperor. Like, fuck me, daddy. Like, these people have a problem. It's like, it, it, you know, before all the before Trump's just stirred up all the, the awful-ism, they, these people were like, you know, your diehard spootsball fans. And now he is their spootsball. There is an element. They've made it into, like, a team game where you can't discern, like, issues and shit and actually talk about politics. It's just, like, rooting for your team and trying to score points on the other side. Yeah, and um, and it doesn't matter. They don't have to have any logical, ethical, morality consistency. Just keep moving the goalposts. Absolutely, I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, you can literally say, "Hey, you know," uh, and then you go into twenty-minute-long talk about how he uh, was numerous on occasions talking about how hot his daughter was. Um, but isn't it sad that we had to march right up to the line of fascism? Those pictures are fake. Those are, those are fake news. And what's really funny because all you need to do is employ a somewhat shitty deep fake, and these people are like, they think it's the real thing. Like how they, uh, how images of like a really old, decrepit man who wasn't Biden, like was, was uh, meeting like, 
Fidel Castro. Oh they yeah, were just yeah. Different people entirely. Or I mean, also Trump has been known to retweet before he got canceled off of Twitter. Um, is that there was like a semi-imposed, semi really bad Photoshop job, and he's like, "Oh, this is uh, Biden. He's sleeping." When the real, the real nickname that would have been great for uh, for Biden would have been Status Quo Joe, but uh, that would acquire at least more than two brain cells to rub together for 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 heat. I hey, I didn't even think of that one. That that is indeed perfect. And he told his donors, "Nothing will fundamentally change." When I'm and that is why jokes, uh, it's hard to discern at this point. Like, everyone's like just tipping the onion. Well, I mean, then, like, well, I'm, I'm going to take 2013 oh. America over, you know, 2019 America any day. Like, if we, we can go back to that. But, like, imagine what would happen if we elected an actual progressive. Now, you, you talked about uh, how you're glad that Trump galvanized, you know, the, the left side of the spectrum. But, like, isn't it a shame that we had to march right up to the fucking line of fascism in order to get the shit libs to go, oh, fuck, this is bad. Yeah, and and that's the only thing that gives me some hope when it comes if if you know if uh, global warming because we're not quite at the ultimate tipping point yet, but it's inching, inching really close. And I'm glad Jay Inslee in that absolute clown car of Democratic uh, nominees for 2016. You know, he's like, yeah, the environment. Literally, that's the most pressing issue because. None of this shit matters if the, if we can't live on this rock. I'm glad like, you're seeing a lot more dialogue about it. But it's it's kind of like Greta Thunberg said. Like there's a lot there's a lot of talk about it. There's a lot of lip service, but there's not a lot of action at the moment. Yeah, I mean, but they, you know, uh, you know, uh, praise COVID, uh, profit unto him. You know, they, they, it really seems like it's taken out the shittiest people. Uh, cops who don't believe in the law are just leaving because they don't want to get, I don't know, the gay vaccine. Uh, maybe it'll make you a Muslim. And, Did you say uh, gay vaccine? Anything, see, here's the thing. They are so ridiculous. You can just say really ridiculous shit. It'll probably be true for a certain percentage of them. I mean, it's their love of ivermectin is so well known that uh, plague doctors who uh, at Ren Fairs are like, Ivermectal here! Ivermectal! Okay, you're tasty Ivermectal! Got some worms here, just shit them out with parts of your intestines. I did suck a dick not long after getting a vaccine, so maybe there's something to that. Yeah, it's like the classic onion episode. Uh, onion uh, article. Why are all of these homos sucking my dick? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but I appreciate you calling. Let's uh, let's get to the news. Yeah, it was it was fun talking to you, and I'm still gonna come through. I'm gonna make Sparkles do the blind taste test of the burger. She just yelled at me that she had a, a headache the one day. I was like, I want to do that today. Let's go get real that food. Like the excuse my mom would give my dad when she didn't want sex. You what? I'm just tired. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> She does that to me a lot. Like, on Friday's show, she was very ill. She was ill the entire time she was here. She didn't even yeah, stay and watch like anything. What, what, what color was the snot? I'm assuming it was, like, bright white. I don't know. I did not ask what color her snot was. Really? Because, like, she just she, like she opened the tissue like a fortune-telling, uh, you know, <laughs> thing at the elementary school. 
I wasn't paying attention to the disgusting shit she does. And that, that, that happens a lot. <laughs> but I promise I'm going to come through. I'm going to I'm gonna make her do the blind taste test. A couple Fridays. We're not going to do it for Halloween, but like maybe the next Friday. All right. All right. It was fun talking to you. It was. I, uh, I don't know exactly where to go with climate change because like we all agree on that like i i just i don't the problem is fighting corporations and we have to we actually we have to fundamentally change the fucking system to where corporations aren't in power like covid proved that climate change is the result of you know a couple handfuls of corporations and their industrial waste Predominantly. So it's going to take legislation in order to rein in these these corporations and change the profit motive in certain industries. And God, it's such a it's such a slow process. Oh shit! All right, let's let's start off tonight talking about uh, you know it's the United States. Course a day doesn't go by that we don't have a mass shooting. I don't know that anybody was killed. A fight caused chaos at the streets at South Point, police say. No evidence that shots were fired, apparently. So perhaps it wasn't a shooting. While we're waiting for this ad to play, I'll go ahead and... What made everybody think that it was a shooting was this video that went viral earlier. This woman is freaking out. Looks like it's in a mall food court. So no evidence that shots were fired. Wow. And a lady stripping there for us. That was interesting. And there's no doubt that there was chaos. And in fact, we know now that four people were injured. Two of them were involved in a fight in that food court. And then two other people actually injured in that ensuing evacuation, which was very chaotic. Now, what was the noise that people heard? What was the reported gunfire? According to police, yes, there were... My apologies. ...maybe brandished, maybe flashed, but there were no casings, no gunfire, no... What was the noise that we heard then? What was the noise? According to police, it was a broom, someone that was banging on the table, or because if you've ever been to that food court, there are hundreds of tables, people getting up, people scrambling. You heard that just pop, pop, pop of tables being overturned and then smacking against the floor. That is when, if you're 100 feet away, you don't know the difference. You just hear a pop. You can't really tell. You can't differentiate between what could be tables being So no shooting at the mall in Durham, North Carolina. There are no... Uh, suspects in custody, according to police. Well, that's good. No one that's being sought after right now. But what we do know is no matter what happened earlier... Well, it's an indictment of this fucking country that, you know, I, I saw the video earlier of the pops, and I just assumed, oh, it was a mass shooting. Just another goddamn day in America. 
This week, storms and severe weather could affect 108 million across the U.S. A major storm fed by an atmospheric river was expected to hit California. Severe weather is forecast for the Midwest and the Mid-Atlantic. The severe weather, including flooding and high winds, could affect 108 million people late Saturday into Tuesday. A Pacific storm aiming first for the northern half of California and then moving south is picking up moisture from the tropical Pacific, from the Pacific Northwest, making it a potent atmospheric river of precipitation, also known as a Pineapple Express. I'll smoke to that. Seven million people were under flash flood alerts in California and Nevada, where as much as 10 inches of rain was possible. Rates of rainfall from the storm could exceed one half inch per hour leading to life-threatening flash floods and mudslides in areas where burn scars were created by recent wildfires. National Weather Service in Oxnard tweeted that Sunday night into Monday, Southern California residents should expect gusty winds, rain, and possible minor flooding and debris flows in recent burn areas. Jesus Christ. This is what it looks like hitting California. Sunday storm comes after Governor Gavin Newsom expanded the state's drought emergency to cover all California counties. In a statement on Tuesday, the governor noted that the western U.S. faced a potential third year in a row of drought. Still, the impeding storm could challenge federal forecasters' warnings that a La Nina weather pattern for California will bring more bad news, a relatively warm and dry winter. Earth scientists have noted in recent years that climate change can have a strong impact on La Nina and El Nino weather phenomena, although it is not yet clear if that's the case this weekend. Water experts say the Pacific storm won't single-handedly end the drought, but it could help replenish the state's ailing water supplies. Well... Probably going to have some wild footage of some storms from this week. Meanwhile, there's a storm brewing on Capitol Hill. How'd you like that segue? Tax on billionaires' unrealized gains will likely be in the budget package, Democrats say, despite Senator Cinema's best efforts, a proposal which would likely affect fewer than 1,000 of the wealthiest U.S. taxpayers would help pay for Biden's social policy and climate legislation. A new annual tax on billionaires' unrealized capital gains is likely to be included to help pay for the vast social policy and climate package. Still not enough. Still need to be taxing them fucking more. The lawmakers hope to finalize this week, senior Democrats said on Sunday. Fuck yeah. But the billionaires are out doing damage control. 
doing shit like, you know, dire warnings of hyperinflation from Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. Twitter founder Jack Dorsey has issued a cryptic warning that hyperinflation will change everything in typical Dorsey style. The social media CEO tweeted out his comment saying that it will happen in the U.S. soon and so the world. Hyperinflation is typically very high and accelerated inflation. Researchers have documented 57 cases of hyperinflation as of 2018 with the first recorded episode occurring between 1795 and 1796 post-revolutionary France, according to The Economist. Some economists and writers have looked at possible hyperinflation in the U.S. as early as March 2021 when the economy started to get back on track after an artificially depressed year due to lockdowns and immense restrictions during the coronavirus pandemic. The term raises some grim images with Venezuela, the most recent example, and Zimbabwe, perhaps one of the most famous examples of hyperinflation. This is meme economics. Bloomberg Business. Oh, Bloomberg Business Week wrote earlier this year: fear of inflation, if not outright hyperinflation, helps explain the meteoric rise of Bitcoin. The article argued it's behind distrust of the Fed and it feeds congressional opposition to President Biden's 1.9 trillion dollar pandemic relief plan. Inflation is caused by the Fed printing more money and devaluing the currency. The way you combat inflation is to tax the rich. The way you combat inflation is to tax the rich. Democrats need to be saying that over and over again. The way you combat inflation is to tax the rich. That's all there is to it. Let's hear from President Obama. He's on the campaign trail, campaigning for Terry McAuliffe in Virginia. Just touting the Democrats' reconciliation bills. First thing to know about Terry is, as you just witnessed, he's very persuasive. Let me tell you, if I told Michelle I wanted to run for the same office after a few years away, she would have said something I cannot repeat. The rough translation would have been no. Now, I don't know the conversation that Terry had with Dorothy. But Dorothy, thank you. Because I could not be happier that Terry's back on the ticket. Once again, you you can't run for governor twice in a row. I couldn't be happier is because I know he will make you proud as governor because he's already done it. He did it the last time. You know, there are times where you don't know. Let's face it, when you elected Barack Obama, you're like, I don't know. I I mean, the the, the kid, maybe you knew, but I have to say, I look at those... I, I don't doubt that there isn't a section of rich people that want to actually crash the economy to cash in. He looks like he's 25 years old. That was before the gray hair. Some of you who are very young don't remember, but I used to have black hair. 
my, Obama really seems to be enjoying himself. I think he's missed this. But 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 with Terry, you know, he's done it, and you know this about Terry. Death spiral is a good description. Energizer Bunny. He does not sleep. He does not stop. He started his own business at the age of 14, paving driveways to help pay for college. Now, I don't remember exactly what I was doing at 14, but I will tell you, I was not starting my own business. And, and ever since... Sir, I, I was distributing like a newsletter in my, in my goddamn neighborhood at 14. That'd be about eighth grade, right? 14. Yeah. I had a, I had a newsletter with my own opinion column and shit that charged, I think people like a dollar in the night. Like everybody in the neighborhood got charged a dollar for our fucking newspaper that we put out that had like a recipe my commentary on whatever the fuck was on my mind. <laughs> I had the entrepreneurial spirit. <laughs> no one would ever believe I did that kind of shit as a kid or that I had a karaoke machine that I used to record fucking wannabe radio shows on. <laughs> no, that sounds nothing like me. That's what I was doing at 14, Barack. Terry has brought the same grit and determination to everything he's done, from public service, to business, to being a, hu- a husband, to being a father of five amazing children. So so the guy knows how to work hard. And he's persuasive. And you know they're scared of, of losing the governorship because they're bringing out the big guns. You know, a lot of times you see candidates say one thing to one group of people, and then they act a little bit different with Another group of people. They don't seem... This motherfucker's time is valuable. He can charge millions of dollars for speaking fees. But with Terry, He ain't hitting the campaign trail unless, you know, it was like Joe Biden in the White House. Like, hey, we are worried about this race. Just talk the talk. As your governor, Terry kept Virginia on the right track after the Great Recession. He helped create 200,000 jobs. Drove unemployment down in every city and county in Virginia, not just in the in the. the uh, this was this was titled touting the Build Back Better plan, but every city in Virginia, he was working more like suck Terry sure McCall's dick. Every single one. So when Terry tells you he's going to help Virginia rebuild a stronger economy that creates good jobs, you fucked up the order of my stories here, Barack. And workers. What Thanks, think Obama. Families from everywhere. Get ahead. President Trump deporting McDrone strike over here. Because he's done it before. And that kind of experience matters. Because the work we we need to do is too important to just leave the chance. This pandemic has made the last couple of years incredibly hard for a lot of Virginians. But thanks to leaders like Governor Northam and President Biden, we've been making... Week from Tuesday, we're totally going to cover that race. We're going to do a Super Tuesday. It's even lower. Schools have reopened. Jobs are coming back. Businesses are starting to recover. We're moving forward. Now we've got a choice. We can go backwards 
we can plunge right back into the misguided policies and the divisiveness and the negligence that made this pandemic so much worse than it ever had to be. Or we can build an economy that works for everybody, not just the few. Where kids have a shot at a great education and workers can get the skills they need for good new jobs. Where we follow the science when it comes to the pandemic. Where we, we, we have a shot at it, but like I thought you were going to tout the agenda of the Democrats in your little speech. You did not. Go ahead and take a look at the Virginia governor's race. We're reading from the Politico playbook here. With just 10 days left until Election Day, the gubernatorial race is as tight as ever. Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin both staged major rallies Saturday in the pivotal Richmond region. For McAuliffe, former President Barack Obama delivered a fiery speech on the campus of Virginia Commonwealth University to pump up Democratic enthusiasm. Obama also took some swipes at Youngkin while avoiding mentioning him by name. Youngkin, the GOP candidate, capped off the opening day of a statewide bus tour with a rally in Henrico County on Saturday night. Speaking before a sprawling and enthusiastic crowd, Youngkin stayed on message talking about taxes and education reform. Made two promises about what he would do on day one as governor. They said he's going to eliminate the grocery tax. And Dr. Martin Luther King implored us to judge one another based on the content of our character and not the color of our skin. And therefore, on day one, I will ban critical race theory in our schools. He's also jumping in on this Daily Wire story about the alleged rape of a student at Loudoun County where a parent was arrested at a school board meeting. As we wait for Youngkin to take the stage, a brief round of Let's Go Brandon chants ring out. The phrase, if you're unfamiliar, is a placeholder for saying, Fuck Joe Biden. And right-wingers are trying to juice that fucking phrase for all it's worth. Every single right-wing talking head site has a FJB t-shirt, a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. All of them, all of them had the exact same merchandise. We're going to hear about the rappers with the songs. Let's go, Brandon. Multiple rappers with multiple songs called Let's Go, Brandon, soon. Virginia Democrats have sued the U.S. Postal Service for delays that threaten to disenfranchise voters in Virginia. The Virginia Democratic Party filed a lawsuit against the United States Postal Service on Friday for allegedly failing to process and deliver election-related mail on time, contending the delays are threatening to disenfranchise thousands of voters ahead of next month's contentious gubernatorial election. By next month, it means 10 days from now. Lawsuit or, or nine, whatever the fuck it is, we were reading the article, it was 10 days yesterday. The lawsuit argues that while problems are being observed throughout the Commonwealth, the significant delay in election to mail in Albemarle, Portsmouth, and James City Counties is particularly egregious. James City County. I'd never heard that one. 
party is alleging that thousands of ballots delivered to postal facilities by general registrars in those counties are still outstanding and have yet to be scanned into the U.S. Postal Service's system. The plaintiff said these delays are causing uncertainty regarding whether ballots can be returned in time to be counted. A lawsuit which names Frank Veal, the United States Postal Service South Atlantic Division Director, and Gerald Gerald Roan, the U.S. Postal Service Virginia District Manager as plaintiffs, comes less than two weeks before Virginians are scheduled to head to the polls and vote for the next governor of the Commonwealth. From that same rally where Obama was hyping up Terry McAuliffe, uh, apparently, we're going to get him talking about voting rights. Oh, shit. Why is why did my ad blocker not fix that? That was weird. Okay. Democrats are trying to make it easier to vote, not make it harder to vote, and push back on Republicans. I'm not high enough for this shit. ...prevent ordinary citizens from making their voices heard. Just this past week, some of you probably saw... I'm sorry your roommate is crying, Adam. Supported a bill that would protect... Give them a hug for me. ...and ban partisan gerrymandering and and reduce the influence of dark money in our politics. Every Democrat voted for it. Every Republican voted against it. Which, by the way, there's a little bit of an aside, but you have to ask yourself, why why is it Republicans don't want you to vote? What what is it that they're so afraid of? Yeah, You know, it... It, it, I would assume... Because they would lose. they got better ideas, why don't they just go make the case? Tell us your ideas. Tell us why you think... Critical race theory, bad. How it's going to help that man get a job. Transgender be bad. Or help that person get a trade. Hey, just explain it. And if that's, that's their ideas, Obama. People will flock to your ideas, but... But that's not what they try to do. Instead, you're trying to rig elections. Because the truth is, people disagree with your ideas. And when that doesn't work... They don't understand that they're a very vocal minority. About the last election, the one you didn't win. That's not how democracy is supposed to work. Our democracy is what makes America great. It's what makes us the shining city on the hill. I agree with Obama. Let's have more democracy. Let's inject more democracy into our system. Because right now, it's kind of very undemocratic. Kind of oligarchical. 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 This extraordinary experiment in self-government and protecting that and preserving that, that shouldn't be a partisan issue. It didn't used to be. Oh no, the conservatives have always wanted to limit the vote. It's always been an issue. That's another problem with not confronting the actual history of this country. Like, when was this mythical time that everybody agreed democracy was a good thing? I've actually read about the history of this country, Barack. That never happened, ever, ever. Never was that a thing. Don't boo. 
Hey, and, 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 and is he getting ready to do the, is he getting ready to do the line? Don't boo vote. I am certainly not absolving the Democrats in their anti-democratic methods either. Right-wingers will constantly bring, when I talk about gerrymandering, they'll be like, well, Democrats do it too. Yes, they do. And they try to limit ballot access for the Green Party and the Libertarian Party. The Democrats do all kinds of fucking shady shit. Inject more democracy into the Democrats as well. Do the line, Barack. Do the line. Don't boo. Vote. Booing doesn't do nothing. It actually does. It's very cathartic. But it's not going to get Terry elected. Vote. Now, so don't boo. I, I want you to. I want you to get fired up. Star graving. Hi. Terry's opponent. He just did the line. Or he thinks that they're gullible. <laughs> this is someone who has been very successful, made hundreds of millions of dollars. And, you know, now I will. I will give it to Obama. God damn, is he? He is a much, much better speaker than anybody the Democrats have right now. There's no, like, I mention it all the time, fucking listening to Chucky Schumer talk on the Senate floor is just, oh, it's excruciating. And there's there's nobody in the goddamn Senate on the Democratic side that I'd actually want to sit and listen to for more than a couple minutes. That I can bear to sit and listen to for more than a couple of minutes. Cory Booker is decent at times. Apparently he fucked over Mindy Kaling. I have no clue what the fuck was going on there. Can't mention Cory Booker without Sparkles bringing that up though. But seriously, like, they need some good communicators in the Democratic Party. And I'm going to take this opportunity once again to say we should coalesce around Katie Porter as a 2024 progressive challenger for the Democratic ticket. That's what Terry did as a successful business person himself. But you notice that having achieved success, Terry then decided I need to give back. I need to lift people up. I need to create more ladders of opportunity for everybody else because somebody did that for me, I'm gonna do it for the next group of people coming along. That's why he got into public service. His opponent, uh, not so much. His opponent doesn't want people like him to pay a dime more in taxes to support education or job training or childcare or all the other things that might help the next generation get ahead. Although now suddenly he wants you to believe that he's discovered the middle class. I have been paying attention to what he said. I, like, I kept having to turn the closed captioning on because I fucking locked myself out of my YouTube account on this browser. The YouTube account that I use for this bullshit. 
Terry's opponent would. I had to fix that here. <laughs> supported a policy that would cut education and public safety and put more than 40,000 teaching jobs at risk right here in Virginia. And now he's telling you he's very concerned about our kids and our streets. He told some voters in private that he can't talk about a woman's right to choose while he's running. But he said that if he wins, he'll restrict the right across Virginia. So I don't boo. So how can he claim to be the candidate? Is he selling that merch on his website? Don't boo. As far as I can tell, the big message of Terry's opponent is that he's a regular guy because he wears fleece. And he's accusing schools of brainwashing our kids. He really is doing that. He also said he wanted to audit the voting machines used in the last presidential Oh, yeah, let that part out as well. Encouraging the lies and conspiracy theories that we've had to live through all this time. Oh, we're going we're gonna to talk about the fraud in the There's election. There's a 90% chance your phone... That's that's why, like, oh, I've signed out of everything. That's why I'm getting commercials and shit on this fucking... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I cleared my browser cache for for purposes of trying to, trying to fuck with somebody. Signed myself out of YouTube and apparently out of the you know the ad blocker and shit. Yeah, this is Jin Saki. Apparently, we have um. We have hope of them getting rid of the filibuster. Apparently, Biden cusses a lot behind the scenes. Yo's are like, what the fuck are they doing, people? Saturday Night Live, Jason Sudeikis popping up as, like, Vice President Biden against, like, new Biden. Fantastic. Great skit. This is Jen Soggy talking about the voting rights bill that apparently the option of killing the filibuster is on the table. ...from Republican governors, attorneys general, secretaries of state, state legislators and legislators, and time and time again, when offered the choice, three times over the last several months, when a hand has been extended by Democrats to work together to protect the fundamental right... Republicans have not only recoiled, they have blocked the pro- the ability to make any semblance of progress. So what the president's referring to is the fact that that is unacceptable. The protection of a fundamental, the fundamental right to vote is something that has been bipartisan in the past. He spoke back in March about uh, about his concerns or, or, or how he would view it if the Republicans continue to be uh, obstructionist around it. And we've seen that time and time again. So he will discuss what that looks like because not getting voting rights done is not an option. So is that frustration, does that frustration explain his evolution of thinking on the filibuster? In July, he said eliminating it would throw Congress into chaos and nothing would get done. Well, I would also note that back in March, uh, he noted that uh, if there was obstruction, that it was... Okay, fucking, like, tell me that Congress isn't goddamn chaos and they're not getting anything done right now. Oh, yeah, I forgot to take a rip earlier. Not high enough for this shit. So, look, I think people, many of you have covered the president for some time, and you know that 
uh, his view is that we should pursue ways to work in a bipartisan manner, that we should pursue paths forward that can get things done for the American people. When he helped uh, lead the effort to authorize the voting rights uh, bill back when he was a senator, that was done in a bipartisan way. Uh, and he is frustrated. He is disappointed. He is sad uh, that this is not something that Republicans seem willing to engage on. To exactly what do you hate about it? Like the performative aspect that we're having to go through, this whole bullshit, like dance. They should have known months ago. They just went ahead and killed the filibuster. This whole charade of fucking negotiating with the Republicans to, 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 to sway this mythical independent voter that can be swayed is just absurd. It is clear that the only way to win elections is to motivate your base. The way you motivate your base is by actually delivering for them. I, well, I mean... <sighs> I get what you're saying, Starcraving, but at least we're having conversations. The the we're talking about how much we're gonna spend on childcare and climate change, and yeah, it seems woefully inadequate. But at least we're having that fucking discussion instead of like during Trump when it was all goddamn nonsense. Yeah, we're. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about. That's what we're debating bills on. It's it's excruciating trying to get them passed and get them through. But at least that's at least when we have Democrats in office, it's a different it's a different tenor, and we're talking about different issues. At least we're talking about different issues instead of it just being a fucking circus sideshow. Of trying to just be like the worst goddamn government you can be, which is what Republicans are when they're in office. Texas debate is a circus sideshow. You're right. I mean, well, like, there is a tangible piece of legislation that if it gets passed, will improve lives in America. Now, the, the thing that has been my criticism with it all along is there's not one big thing you can point to that everybody's going to be able to see in their life. It has a name you can call it. Every, like, you know, it's... This bill is more of a specter that's adding things that, like, people aren't going to be able to point to in their daily lives and say, yes, that changed for the better. Maybe, uh, unless you've got children. Children, uh, you will definitely see the benefits. Everything else is in more of a... a in the infrastructure and shit. The Texas Lieutenant Governor pays out his first voter fraud bounty to a progressive Pennsylvania poll worker. Ricky, you make a very good point. I can't stand just like because they're that's all they've got. And believe me, we're gonna we're watch the Let's Go Brandon videos here and the the cancel culture bullshit. Oh, I didn't even plug that. We've got Putin talking about how woke culture is destroying society. 
He's lifting from the uh, U.S. right-wing playbook. Last year, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick set a bounty of between $25,000 and $1 million for substantiated claims of voter fraud in the 2020 election. This week, he made his first payment, a minimum amount to a progressive Pennsylvania poll worker who caught a Republican voting twice. Poll worker Eric Frank told the Dallas Morning News... He was informed he was only getting 25000 from Patrick's campaign because the larger awards were being reserved for bigger fish. He's looking for a celebrity or a political group as a whole, Frank asked. I don't know what he meant by bigger fish. Patrick made his, f- made his offer last November amid then-President Trump's unsubstantiated claims of widespread voter fraud. I support President Trump's effort to identify voter fraud in the presidential election and his commitment to making sure that every legal vote is counted and every illegal vote is disqualified, he said in a statement at the time. President Trump's pursuit of voter fraud is not only essential to determine the outcome of this election, it is essential to maintain our democracy and restore faith in future elections. That was Patrick, the lieutenant governor of Texas's comments. Trump's claims have since been debunked and no state has changed its 2020 results. Frank reportedly was the original person to turn in Ralph Thurman, 72, who pleaded guilty in September to voting once as himself and a second time using his son's name. It doesn't say it in here. Apparently he went out and put like sunglasses on and came back in. And voted a second time. Remember that dude that Liz Cheney turned over for committing fraud? Representative Jim Banks from Indiana? He was posing as if he was the ranking member on the January 6th committee? Representative Jim Banks said on Saturday that his official Twitter account had been suspended over a post he made about Department of Health and Human Services Assistant Secretary for Health, Rachel Levin, who is transgender. According to a screenshot posted of the tweet, Banks said the title of the first female four-star officer gets taken by a man. That would be transphobia. A reference to Levin, who became the U.S. Public Health Service Commission's Corps' first openly transgender four-star officer. The account referenced has been temporarily locked for violating our hateful conduct policy. Good on Twitter. The account owner is required to delete the violative tweet before regaining access to their account. According to Twitter's hateful conduct policy, hateful conduct can include targeted misgendering or dead naming of transgender individuals. Well, if they haven't let me on Twitter since 20 goddamn 19. They shouldn't let any of these right-wing assholes on the Twitter. Oh, it didn't just pop up. I'm sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna show you. I'm. I'm totally banned from Twitter. Meanwhile, these right wing cancel culture, anti cancel culture warriors, 
show their true colors. Andy Mew keeps reporting people on Twitter who post this very real photo of him standing by far-right graffiti. Andy Mew is reportedly on a mission to stop people from reposting a picture of him posing in front of the name of a far-right group. Mew the editor-at-large with the right-wing the post-millennial I've never even heard of it. RB, I don't even remember. I have I have no fucking clue. I went after, like, neo-Nazis hard on Twitter. I mean, early part of 2019, this is pre-pandemic. Uh, this is post, like, Christ Church kind of deal. That's That's kind of the time frame that it happened. Christchurch really freaked me out. Like, watching that and knowing, like, the memes and shit that he was referencing, watching him him drive to that mosque. So it was something during that time period I was fucking with, you know, neo-Nazis on Twitter. And just like Andy Neo, they like to report people. And get them taken down. So I probably got mass reported. Every every two or three days or so, though, I follow an appeal. Like, please give me my Twitter back. Because you, you can follow unlimited appeals. Like, especially for the last, like, half year. I've been, like, filing one every couple of days. I'm like, please give me my Twitter back. I'd love to have Twitter. I'm going to be good. And not post anything but just my jokes. Because my Twitter was good. My Twitter account was was a a treasure trove of just, you know, like, I could go down through my Twitter and come up with, like, like a stand-up act. No, it wasn't a recent ban. And, like, it, it, 2019, I maybe late 2018, something, something to that effect. But it wasn't long after Christchurch. I remember that. According to multiple sources, Neo spent the last several days filing Digital Millennium Copyright Act takedown requests against Twitter users who reposted the picture of him with a far-right group's name. Yeah, here we go. Here is the picture. Which this is this is something I've known. There is video of him with Patriot Prayer before they go and commit an act of violence with which Patriot Prayer was charged in court for. This this motherfucker is not a reliable source of information. And I can't believe, like, I commented on him being on the Joe Rogan podcast on YouTube. This was two or three years whenever the milkshake happened. I still get responses from people. I still get responses from people who believe the bullshit Andy Nyo is is peddling. So she she added some shit to make sure that everyone knows that this is derivative fair use. I like, she's got the, the disclaimer at the bottom. This is derivative fair use, you fascist hobgoblin. 
Because he is. He's, he's a fucking fascist propagandist. And every single story I've ever looked into of like attacks with hammers or whatever bullshit he's accusing Antifa of has been absolute nonsense. And like you watch the whole video and it was like people attacking groups of protesters and the protesters fighting back. All right, so as I said, we're going to hear from one of these rappers that has a song called Let's Go Brandon. They were on with Eric Bowling's The Balance. I think this is on Newsmax. Anti-Joe Biden chant, you know, the one they have to try and bleep at college football games. Then a reporter heard it wrong, and instead of F Joe Biden, she thought the chant was... She was she was just covering up because she's a sports reporter on a fucking NASCAR supposed to be family channel fucking network. She did an excellent job as a broadcaster in that situation. But I can't believe it's become a right wing meme and I wish these motherfuckers could feel embarrassment because it's it's not even fucking funny. And they're all trying to make money off of it. Like as I said, every single right wing site has fuck Joe Biden shirts, has let's go Brandon shirts. Let's go Brandon, or that's at least they're, they're shameless. Says, the chant was. Here she is with NASCAR driver Brandon Brown. Oh my god, just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me I can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. And a legend was born. Well, I find it wild because I thought I destroyed everybody in the thread and I'm still getting fucking people replying to me telling me I'm stupid. And I'm like, he's been fired three times for lying. Let's go, Right wingers are morons. Good to talk to you. Did you have any idea? What's this guy's name? I didn't catch it. Alexander, welcome. Right behind it. Deloza Alexander. Joining me now is the artist behind Let's Go, Brandon. Loza Alexander, welcome. Loza, Loza Alexandra. Uh, did you have any idea how popular, how much success this song was going to have when you when you recorded it? No, I, I did not know it was going to blow up this big, but I did have a feeling that it was going to be something special because I noticed nobody else did a record, nobody else have uh, sampled the vocals, not that I, not that I heard of, and uh, yeah, it it just you know I was in a rush. I actually uh, recorded the song. Uh, I made the beat, recorded the song all in the same day, shot the video all in the same day and released it like 8 o'clock at night. And it just, it just snaps. It's yeah, crazy. yeah, it does. I mean, it's, it's really catchy. Um, can we, let, let's, let's, can we just listen to a little bit of this guy's control? Give us a sound up a little bit. Yeah. Can we hear it? Yes, let's hear it. Come on, sound up. No, you got to recue the song. Here we go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna recue that and play a little bit of it. So Loza, um, don't nobody like right, listen. To cover up and tell the people go Brandon, but we know what they saying though. All right, so so Loza, you, you you put some hip hop beat to it. Um, I got I got to tell you that was pretty creative. Sounded like trash. It wasn't creative at all. You did one last year, right? What was that one called? Yeah, I did. I did a couple of them uh, last year. I did a, a record for Candace Owens at one point. She had posted it back uh, in 2020. Um, I, yeah, I did wasn't there a, was, was that, there an F Nancy Pelosi? Was there an F Nancy Pelosi? Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I got pretty, um, you know, popular with dissing the politicians, and it was just a way of 
giving people a sense of freedom and all the anger that people were feeling. Well, right-wingers don't understand actual creative and instead of going endeavors. Crazy, they go over their heads. Get their frustration out, man, and, and that's pretty much uh, how everything started. Yeah, let's tap into that a little bit, Loza. I mean, you know, so I read somewhere that you, you're, you, you like Trump now, but it was not always the case. Tell us about how that evolution happened. Yeah, man, I, I pretty much was. He realized he could make money off stupid fucking crackers because he has no goddamn talent. And you guys are gullible fucking marks. It was on the left side uh, all life, you know what I mean? Um, but I, I've always had some sort of sense of the government, you know, not doing good you know, by the people. Um, so that helped definitely. And then a friend of mine last year, it was July 4th of 2020. And then, and then they use it to cover up the racism and be like, I, I can't be racist. I like this rap song. Let's go. Brandon is when I got put on politics and uh, we were having a little party and get together. And, um, he's like, Hey man, I want to come tell you about Donald Trump. stuff. I don't want to hear that. He's racist. I don't want to hear about no Trump man. But he ended up getting in my head and talking about a lot of stuff. And I had no rebuttal or, you know, I was like, why don't I like him? You know what I mean? And he explained to me why. And I kind of put two and two together and, you know, started doing my own research and stuff. I'm like, oh, and I instantly became inspired. You know, it was almost like I couldn't ignore, you know, the stuff. And I had to put it out there and I decided to put my political views out there. So, so what was your research? Well, you know, you're, you're I love how there's supporting evidence as always. Well, I did my research and poof, I'm convinced now. Well, what's your supporting evidence? God damn it. What was it in the research that you found that, that, that changed your mind? American, you're in a community that, that typically doesn't like conservatives, but now what is wrong with Eric Bowling or kind of pseudo conservative? Um, and, and also, you're in the hip hop community, which typically doesn't like conservatives as well. Is it is it hard being African American? He he looks like he's wearing a prosthetic or some shit. He looks like he's like Eddie Murphy in a in a goddamn nutty professor goddamn movie. What the fuck is up with Eric Bowling and his face? He's go- he's gonna explode on camera. We might be we might be able to make him melt. What the what the fuck is up with this dude? Hip hop star, and being somewhat seen as a conservative or a pro Trumper. You 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 could use his head as a jack o' lantern. Look at this shit. It, it does look like a pro- has he had work done or something? It looks fake. He looks like goddamn Leatherface up in here. Eric Bowling has decided to go with Leatherface for fucking Halloween. Scaring the shit out of me. Did he did he slice somebody up and, and cut their face off and he's wearing it right now on national goddamn television? If you can call Newsmax that. Well, is it is it hard being an African American hip hop star and being somewhat seen as a conservative or a pro Trumper? Definitely. Um, unbelievably hard. You're, you're automatically judged. You're automatically ridiculed for who you are, especially being black. You know what I'm saying? Because you you dumb. The, the Democrats use black people for, for their votes. Um, it's like the, the building block. You know, all they got to do is say you racism. And then, you know, you we jump fools? on it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely bad. And I was actually banned last year. Um, 44K on uh, Instagram, Facebook. The IP banned me. Like, it was so bad. So, 
pretty crazy. Welcome to the club, motherfucker. So folks know where to find it. I mean, you know, uh, look, you're number two behind Adele. You're number one on the hip-hop chart, but you're number two on the chart. It's unbelievable, incredible. Where can they find your music? I didn't like the new Adele song. Yeah, Too slow for me. I don't like the slow shit. Alexander, um, and that's on Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, iTunes. Um, I am Loza Alexander Nine is my new Instagram account. But we know what they saying You can hear the chat in every post. That's what passes as right wing news. A promotional piece for some dude who wrote a a viral video. I think he said he got suspended. Uh, he's one of several that got suspended, maybe. <laughs> Am I tired of the left? I hate myself. I'm gonna look. I hate myself here on Stephen Crowder's site. Bryson Gray's Let's Go Brandon video. Bryson Gray is the one that came onto my stream one night and paid me $50 to watch his Christian rap video. And I told him he had talent, but like his subject matter was shit. And it was it was it was something it was like anti-gay and he was talking about how the gays are forcing shit on him. I'm like, nobody's forcing anything on you. You're just wanting to make yourself a fucking victim. Because it's easier, it's it's the marketing ploy to sell shit, you motherfucker. And it's wrong of you to try to fucking demonize another group of people used as a marketing ploy. YouTube has banned Let's Go Brandon song from YouTube due to medical misinformation. Louder with Crowder knows all about having videos removed from uh, what YouTube deems medical misinformation. Big tech giant has managed to find newer and more exciting ways to censor people. I Welcome to the club, guys. It's just what you have to deal with if you're going to talk about controversial subjects. I'm not posting on my YouTube until after the first of the year. January 2nd, there'll be videos. Videos will go up on YouTube sporadically. But regular YouTube usage is not going back into service until January the 2nd when my slate is wiped completely clean. I will be able to be, like, just get a warning and not lose my goddamn channel over this shit. So cry about it some more, Steven Crowder. Various shots to people. Whoa! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's fucking loud. You're not gonna get COVID if you have it. So this 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 is this is Bryson Gray. Since we're not on YouTube, we don't have to worry about us getting medical misinformation here. This time he doesn't have to pay me fifty dollars to watch his stupid ass fucking video. We're gonna watch it just for content and make fun of it. Somebody gotta do it. Hey, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. This sucks ass. Not really. Based on Bannon. Absolutely awful. 
These politicians are demons just in disguise. But why? There's a whole fucking media industry that has popped up around feeding right wingers bullshit that confirms their biases. I wish he had paid me $50 to, to listen to this one this time. That was pulled down from YouTube. Uh, because it, it seems like it's because of the line, the pandemic ain't real. They just planned it. So yeah, you should be yanked down off of YouTube. I'm seriously, guys, I can turn right winger. Help me get bigger. Just share my shit out. That's all I ask. Help me get bigger. I'm going to turn right winger because it's so fucking easy. I see it every goddamn night. And I, I could turn right-winger, even though all these videos exist, of me even saying I could turn right-winger and run the grift. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could show them me saying this, and they wouldn't fucking care as long as I was saying what they want to hear now. The left is silencing me. What is it? Anytime I get a lot of, I get a lot of people go to like my YouTube channel and be like, well, you don't have a lot of views, huh? And I'm like, well, it's big tech censorship. Share my shit out. You're like, oh, it's not big tech censorship. Oh, it's big tech censorship. When Charlie Kirk or Steven Crowder talk about big tech censorship, but it's not when I say it. Bullshit. Yes, we are suspended from YouTube for at least a week, but, uh, you know, uh, same old, same old. Uh, this one is a little bit scary because of how it affects you and because of when it came down. A little bit scary. And here's the crazy thing. It's not a strike against the channel, to be clear. It's a strike against me, Steven Crowder. Right. Because I am not allowed to upload to a channel or stream to the channel, Crowder Bits, where there is no strike, right. to be clear. They've said that's a bypass. So it's not a punishment for the channel, it's not a, which, which is what people believe the policy is. Yes, yes. It tells me that it will count against me if I try to go live or post from another channel that is in the YouTube bylines. It was something in the last two weeks I had to deal with that I wasn't allowed to post as if I did. But you can't you can't go and create another Twitter account to try to bypass a ban or suspension on Twitter. That's that's rules, Stephen. I'm sorry. Right, this channel doesn't allow you. To I can't make this bigger. Case, it has been can we go to Rumble? Maybe I can't make it bigger if I go Maximize to Rumble. Oh my God! Refresh with the brands you know and love. I've got to remember to reactivate the ad blocker before tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck me. From YouTube for at least a week, but uh, you know. Uh. Same old, same old. Uh, yeah, this joke. one is a little bit scary. because Welcome to the club, Stephen. We got a hard YouTube strike, and here's the crazy yeah. thing. It's not a strike against the channel, to be clear. It's a strike against me, Stephen Crowder. Right. Because I am not allowed to upload to a channel. I'm not high enough for this shit. Crowder bits, where there is no strike, right. to be clear. 
They've said that's a bypass. So it's not a punishment for the channel, it's not a, which, which is what people believe the policy is, right? This channel doesn't allow you to stream. In my case, it has been very clearly communicated several times. No, Jason no, Takes Manhattan wasn't the one on the boat, was it? That was the one after. Like, that was eight. On the platform, regardless of channels that haven't violated the policy, that is a very clear – I mean, I would argue, look, it's a clear example of, of targeting wrong think. We went through the heat. He should have been on off the channel a long time ago. I don't understand how he's even making any money from YouTube. Hold on, hold on here a second. Let me show. Let me show you guys. It is strictly because of the subject matter that I deal with. It's not the. It's not the cursing. Now, now that I've been doing the Friday Night Freak Show, I can tell you it is not the. Profanity that is getting me demonetized on YouTube. It is political talk. I'm going to give you just like a sample here. Of what of, of, of the videos of mine that can be monetized. And it's it's simply because of well fucking shit where'd it go? Add suitability, add suitability, add suitability, add suitability. It's because of the shit that I talk about. So if he's talking about <laughs> battle opossum. What was the he was he was a character on uh, on what was that PBS show Arthur? He was the Ardvark on Arthur on PBS. He's a failed stand-up comedian, and now he's a wannabe tough guy that smokes cigars and wears gun holsters on him to try to act tough and appeal to manly men, but he knows nothing about being a manly man. And he's been saying increasingly shitty things in order to try to get banned. The show. This is, as far as we can tell, because we only addressed anything that involved the gender, uh, the gender bender. Uh, at one point in the show, right, it was in mm-hmm. a show with Alex Jones, and there was a sketch in there. Ah, Alex, huh? This mm. is exactly what we. Crowder also likes to dress up a lot for somebody who no, likes to bash transgender people on YouTube. But who cares? Right now, right here you go. In case you forgot, here's another story. That's going on. We, we're ready for the story, right? Yep. Uh, Court of Black Garrett. Awesome. Um, <laughs> okay. Are we ready, though? <laughs> I don't know that I'm ever ready. I don't know that we want to be yeah. ready. But the Women's Liberation Front, oh. I already hate this. It's, yes, yeah, I do the too. worst. Reported at least one woman at the Central California <gasps> Women's Facility was pregnant mm-hmm. after a male, transgender male prisoner okay. was transferred there. Uh, keep in mind, the male prisoner was permitted to transfer under the new California law, SB 132. So under SB 132, it allows biological males to use women's locker rooms, homeless oh. shelters, and prisons. Mm. To the good thing. To the point that now condoms have been issued within the prison. Uh, what? Yeah, this is part of the protocol to ensure that sex between inmates 
which is ill. Yes, he's wearing a holster on a talk show. Would be safe. So they need to make sure that it's safe sex in, a, in an all-females prison wow. where they cannot get pregnant. And so... All women. Yeah, 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 this is transphobic. Immaculate conception? He, uh, he got hired on for, like, Fox Digital in the early 20 aughts. He wrote a bunch of articles about how he was saving himself for marriage and shit. You a baby in this cell, and this shall be a sign. Wait, he got Alex Jones to play an angel? <laughs> no, your cellmate. So this is this is the clip that got him that got him his uh, strike on YouTube, I guess. He's going to rape you. I'm a girl. Repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> That read rough on the paper. It really <laughs> it did. did. It yes. really did. And it did. Yes, yes still and, does. And with good reason. <laughs> yes, that's uh, the man. whole point. That standing up lady was pretty good looking. There was yeah. a, you know what? Hey. I get it. Ah, I get it. Man. So here's the thing. I'm going to read this letter. That sketch. Oh, you do get it, Stephen. I bet you look up Transform. And since we are not allowed to discuss the reality of biological men in women's prisons and the likelihood of absolutely terrible woman who was impregnated uh we based it on the premise of immaculate conception and then right. alex jones as an angel uh I, if that's a pro- that means that all comedy needs to be taken literally right so we were talking about a story where people were getting pregnant where they're handing out condoms and we're like ah, oh, this is a female prison is that the guards no 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 no, no, no. We're seeing an instance, of, uh, a rise of male transition to female asking for a transfer. Do you think they're going into the cells and asking the ladies if they would like to have sex with a transgender person? Do you think that's no, what no, that's no, 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 what? Right? It could be consensual. Could be. My argument is I don't think that women should get pregnant in prison uh, ever. Well, probably yeah, like not at all. Yeah. If it's consensual pregnancy or rape pregnancy. I don't think that it should happen ever. It was a very generalized... I don't remember exactly what the story was, but the man that was pregnant was pregnant before they came into the... the, I I think it was a jail. I don't think it was a prison. ...be over a million views by the end of the Mm day, Uh, and we had a whole show on that segment. So this is the language from the very expensive YouTube Legal Council. On September 30th, Mr. Crowder uploaded another video that YouTube has determined continues his prior conduct. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Niedermeyer. I wish they'd say Guru Crowder. The video entitled (laughs) Special Guest Alex Jones and Great Reset uh, contains a segment that targets the transgender community in an offensive manner. And they have Alex Jones. Alex Jones is banned from YouTube. Alex Jones isn't allowed to appear on other people's YouTube channels because Alex Jones is banned. For example, by indicating that trans people pose a rape threat to women. Let me be clear about something here, okay? I have never said... That was the implication. ...gender people are rapists. No. I don't... I've never said that because I don't believe that. What I did say yesterday was, look, when you don't have... And this is what I said yesterday on the Loudon segment. And I'm going to clarify why that matters for all of you here. This is not about us. This is not about, oh, I can't believe I got suspended on Twitter. No, look, on the Loudon County segment, I said, when you just allow... When you just allow people to claim gender, and there's there's no barrier to entry. I have still, I have still on on that story. I have still yet to see any sort of official documentation of an investigation 
All we have right now is the word of the parent. And I hate to impugn the word of the parent. But they made an appearance on fucking Laura Ingram and their story was broken by the Daily Wire. So I'm skeptical. I've yet to see any kind of uh, a police report dealing with this. I, I have my doubts. How do you decipher between people who actually believe they are transgender versus people who are trying to use the laws in a predatory manner? And by the way, it does happen all Because that's stupid! That's stupid! That somebody is going to try to use the law in a predatory... You think they're going to try to dress up As a woman to assault somebody. That's fucking stupid. Assault. Is against the law. Steven. If, if, if you dress up as a woman. You don't magically become immune to assault charges. Or rape charges. What the fuck are you talking about? It makes absolutely no goddamn sense. And like, only in their sick, twisted heads could they come up with a scenario like fucking dressing up as a woman to assault another woman. Going to take me a while to get through. I'm not even arguing that all these people are actually transgender. The point is, when a man can just say, I'm a woman... I want to use the girls' room. Men understand that most men are pigs, and that's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem for women, mainly. It's not a problem for men because, you know, we just I mean, even Dave could just ball them up and throw them out of the restroom. <laughs> it would take a while. It might take a while. A little bit. But here's the thing, too, with this language. Indicating yeah. that trans people pose a rape threat to women. Look, in Loudoun County, let me be clear here. Parents were lining up. I don't know how many. You, it, it was there de- were over a hundred parents. There was over a hundred to speak. I think okay. it was like one twenty-five. Yeah, that's what I was okay. Over a hundred. This was after a female student had been raped, and yesterday I didn't even say transgender. I said bisexual boy wearing a skirt. So that's the standard now, because I could be. And in the Loudoun County, they're, they're talking about like a hundred parents lined up. We watched that that board meeting. There was like a fucking. It was mass. It was the same fucking bullet because that happened like back in July. This was a school board meeting that took place in July. We watched here on the Troll Patrol. And it was just it was just the same bullshit that was going on. They weren't like specifically lined up to talk about the rape because I didn't even know about the rape. We watched that specific school board meeting. We watched that specific guy get arrested. And we didn't know about the rape until months later when the Daily Wire broke the story. By the way, every one of, every one of the articles that the Daily Wire has written about that story has down at the bottom, like, join and become a member of the Daily Wire and get 35% off, blah, blah, blah. It's all marketing. B. 
be banned from YouTube and was very careful. I didn't want to say transgender because then you're misgendering even though the boy's in the girl's room because he's a bisexual boy in a skirt. He raped a female classmate. Let me be clear about this. If you have children watching, look, we're going to be discussing some tough subjects today. He forcibly anally raped a female classmate. It was confirmed by a rape kit. You have over 100 parents. Allegedly. And I don't, I don't want to, again, I have yet to see a police report on this. Instances of women being impregnated in prisons, okay? But you absolutely, and even if the incident happened, make the that doesn't justify their narrative. That policies that involve transgender individuals in females' room can pose a rape threat to women. Why? If you're not, you're not allowed to oppose policy at all. Those parents were up there saying, or prepared to say, I don't know how many were allowed to speak, if any, hey, I have a problem with this proposed policy because I think it could pose a rape threat to my little girls. Now, they felt that way because a little girl had been raped. And then another little girl. What sources? Didn't take enough action. Another little girl was sexually assaulted by the bisexual. The source of this story is the Daily Wire, and they are not to be trusted. Seems like it could be a synonym for transgender at this point. I have no idea. There is no standard. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. Now, if those parents voiced those concerns on YouTube, on Facebook, banned, silenced. So if you believe that boys are boys and girls are girls, and if you believe that boys or men should not be able. To enter into female-only spaces because it poses a sexual threat to your daughters, to your sisters, to your wives. You are apparently committing violence. You are violent. Yeah, I think that I think that the biggest companies. Bold's dichotomy is incredibly stupid. And how have they gained power by controlling? It is a flow of information vehicle for bigotry. How do you oppose a new bathroom policy at your school, in your state? If you're not allowed to say that, well, the reason I'm opposed to it is because Very good point, Zoo. You're not allowed to say that. Right. That could be you. It's called anecdotal evidence, just focusing on an isolated incident. But I am almost certain that Crowder is doing everything he can to get banned from every platform that he can so he can like be the messiah for speech on the right. CBS official rips horrific racist comments by conservative commentator Steven Crowder. Motherfucker. This is Crowder mocking a local Asian reporter. Over, uh, th- let me just let them tell you the story of uh, vaccine requirements. Brian, right now, Ooh, this that is an aggressively Asian face. Is open, Easy. But only it is, uh, for it would be a skier. It'd be like a black diamond. You have to drop it on a jumper. is unavailable <laughs> at this time, and that's because the city's Department of Public Health said in and out is not complying. Aggressively Asian. Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz. It was not denying entry. Steven Crowder has an aggressively cracker face. To those without proper documentation. Now, the city confirmed it closed this location temporarily last Thursday. In and out said the city that confirmed it that it closed a private business for not acting like the health for not acting like the FDA. It comply with what it called the requirement to act the as the vaccine. Closed the business for not complying with the law. Reporters are like they're kind of Americanized Asian, so I think yeah. it's a good thing. <laughs> no, 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 it's fantastic. Culture. It's a yeah. good thing. It's full Asian. That's a good thing. Uh, I was. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like that's ignoring the 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 point that even if you're worried about boys dressing up as females to go into 
female spaces, you're still worried about young boys who, who are statistically the overwhelming cause of sexual assault. Even and people love to people love to bring up well, like males are victims as well. And I always counter with yes, even when males are the victims though, the overwhelming majority of those cases are committed by other males. Not saying women can't assault people, but like it is highly uncommon. And then these, uh, I want you to, to notice the way the right treats free speech. They get all upset about them not complying with the rules. In and out burger not complying with the rules. But just as soon as somebody says something that's reasonable that they disagree with, holy shit, they unleash the hounds on them. Backlash hits Chris Wallace after he calls Jen Psaki one of the best press secretaries ever. This is an article in The Blaze. Well, speaking on Fox News Friday, Wallace praised network correspondent Peter Ducey and Saki. The two have had uh, the two have made headlines throughout the Biden administration for their often tense exchanges. Hey, Maynard, what's going on, buddy? You guys want some cat ass? Cat ass for you. Hope that made you not. Don't headbutt the microphone, dude. He's up here hanging out. This is Maynard James Kitten, for those of you who haven't met him before. What's up, Maynard? He's a little shithead. But the other two are very loving cats, and this one is, um... I don't know how you could describe it. He doesn't like to be touched. He gets in the shower with me. I've never had a cat do that before. I'm amazed that his head's not wet right now. Ducey and Saki even clashed on Friday when Ducey grilled at Saki about President Joe Biden's absence from the southern U.S. border. Stop hitting my mic stand, buddy. I've seriously got to have my ad blocker back. This is this is horrendous. And then we're like, we're on the blaze. This is what the fucking blaze is like. This fucking bullshit. Fucking right wing nonsense. All said at this White House press corps. Uh, and since I was working in the press corps when Sam Donaldson is there, that's a very grudging compliment on my part. And Jen Psaki, I think, is a, one of the best press secretaries ever. Uh, I don't know. People tweeting it, turn off Fox News. Just because he had the audacity to say Jen Psaki was a good press secretary. Which objectively, like, she hasn't been bad. I don't know if she's one of the best of all times. Kind of early in the administration to be able to, to say that. 
I think right now is really the defining time as we move forward with trying to pass the reconciliation bill. Chris Wallace called Jen Psaki one of the best press secretaries ever, and he's 100% correct, another person said. Today I learned that Chris Wallace has never seen a White House press briefing before today since he thinks Jen Psaki's the best. I'm sure Chris Wallace has watched way more White House press briefings than the person who tweeted that. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, even activists posing as journalists. But that is a bold statement. LOL, all the MAGAs are crying and hating on Chris Wallace because he called Jen Psaki one of the best press secretaries ever. He's right, and they know it. She handles the idiots like Ducey with ease. Uh, Blaze has actually given props to the to the other side, amazingly enough. Sebastian Gorka. Sebastian Gorka. Tweeted that Chris Wallace is a clown. But the Blaze actively trying to stir up hatred for someone not going along with their narrative. We watched this clip on the Freak Show on Friday night. Uh, this Marine who was involved in an altercation at a gas station. Apparently he was on with Fox News. I Fox News guest ends interview in the most epic way possible is the Benny Johnson headline here. I have my guess as to what he did. I wonder if I'm right. Personal safety and the safeties of others around me pretty seriously on a regular basis. So just being in the right mindset of if they had this happens, I'll be there and looks like he ended the interview by freezing. I was mentally prepared and most of us so glad that you were had to be done. We wish that you had been on that Philadelphia train. Um, we're great to meet you. And if anybody sees James out there, yeah, I haven't had a chance to talk about it, but there was this incident on a train. I think it happened last weekend where like people were actually filming the sexual assault going on on the train instead of actually intervening and stopping it. I've got a lot of fucking questions. That that's one that I've I haven't had the chance to like delve into here on the show. Weird fucking story. Buy me. I'm assuming that's what she's alluding to. Was your preferred or a beer if you if you want one? Thanks so much, I'll James. Take a beer, please. Beer. Get him a beer, everybody, and I'd love to buy you one as well on me in Yuma, Arizona. Thank you so much, James. Yeah. And remember, Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay, got it. Ah, <laughs> oh, I knew it. Ah, <laughs> oh, very clever. He's been on that train. I think that would have turned out a little bit differently. And he said that. I remember you were talking to him in the break saying, hey, James, just... He would have gotten their videos of the assault. Epstein didn't kill himself. If been on that train, things would have been... Benny Johnson is an idiot. We're not going to get his take. Fuck him. Vladimir Putin is not an idiot. And he's going to tell us about woke culture. Putin is warning that we're reading from the Daily Wire here. Putin is warning that wokeness is destroying the West. It happened in Russia. It's evil and it destroys values. 
Now the world is becoming very fragile, and we need a pillar. You, you were you were hearing the translator for Vladimir Putin. I mean, by the way, I found this out last time I actually played a clip of him. Putin speaks like perfect fucking English to the point of correcting translators when he's actually in the room with other, uh, uh, you know, foreign dignitaries. But there's no footage of him speaking English. Like, he only speaks in Russian when he's being filmed. It's just it's just more right-wing propaganda. But I found that fascinating about Putin. That he's like, he can correct his translators. You got me wrong here. But won't fucking speak English in front of other people. It's like, it's a, it's a fucking power move foundation moral ethical value foundation and values are a byproduct of cultural and historical development of every country of every nation and this intertwining of nations enriches those values allows us a chance to look uh, at a different angle at our own tradition but this process has to be organic it should never be rapid because everything that is alien will be dismissed and abruptly any attempts at a valid diktat can create the result that is adverse to the desirable one. We see with bemusement the processes unfolding in countries that have grown accustomed to viewing themselves as the flagships of progress. Of course, it's we talk about us. Business, what is happening? The social and cultural shocks that are happening in some countries, in the Western countries, some believe that aggressive blotting out of whole pages of your own history, the affirmative action in the interest of minorities, and the requirement to renounce the traditional interpretation of such basic values as mother, father, family, and the distinction between sexes are a milestone towards a renewal of society. It's their right. They can do that if they want to. We're not trying to meddle into that, but we have a different point. He really is getting into some fucking Nazi shit. At least the overwhelming majority of Russian society that should be more precise believe that we need to rely on our own spiritual values and our historical traditions and the culture of our multi-ethnic nation. The proponents of the so-called social progress believe that they are bringing a new conscience, uh, a new consciousness to humanity, something that is more correct. But we're not the ones to judge. Let them do that if they want to. But there is one thing I would like to say. The recipes they come up with nothing new. Paradoxical, as it may seem, but this is something we saw in Russia. It happened in our... During the Bolshevik Revolution? After the 1917 revolution, the Bolsheviks followed the dogmas of Marx and Engels, and they also declared that they were going to change the traditional lifestyle, the political, the economic lifestyle, as well as the very notion of morality, the basic principles for a healthy society. They were trying to destroy age and century-long values, revisiting the relationship between people. They were 
encouraging, informing on one's own beloved and families. It was hailed as the march of progress and it was very popular across the world and it was supported by many as we see it is happening right now. Incidentally, the Bolsheviks were absolutely intolerant of other opinions, differing from their own. And I think what? this should remind you of something that is happening. And we see what is happening in the Western countries. It is with puzzlement that we... Vladimir Putin is a motherfucking dictator who has journalists jailed, killed, in distant path. The opposition party leaders fucking killed turns into an aggressive dogmatism i i do not i I don't know what fucking is the what's the status of alexei navalny right fucking now is he still in jail Uh, he was awarded the European Parliament Human Rights Award. He is still imprisoned. He was running, he was Putin's challenger. Motherfucker getting up here trying to lecture about, like, not allowing differences of opinions had his opposition leader imprisoned tried to poison the motherfucker Navalny was poisoned last August and subsequently thrown in prison he has continued to criticize Putin while behind bars it's amazing the motherfucker's still alive And great authors of the past, such as fake Shakespeare, are no longer taught in schools and universities because they... Uh, but he, he wants to lecture you on tolerating differences of opinion. ...or race in Hollywood. There are leaflets reminding what you should do in the cinema, in the films, how many personalities and actors you've got, well, what kind of color, what sex, and sometimes it's even... Even tighter and stricter than what the Department of Propaganda of the Soviet Communist Party Central Committee did. And the fight against racism... I was not aware that there was, like, quotas for how many people of what sex and shit that you had to have in a movie. I don't think that's true. I think what he's saying is absolute fucking bullshit. Which is a lofty girl turns into new culture... Uh, cancel culture and into reverse discrimination, racism. Cancel culture and reverse discrimination. Brings people apart, whereas the true fighters for civic rights, they were trying to eliminate... I would, like, I wonder, like, I have always considered this mother, like, I, we started this segment with me praising the fact that, like, he, he had this cunning about him to where he won't speak in Eng- even though he speaks perfect English, he won't speak in English in front of anybody. Like, praising his intelligence, but, like, here he is just speaking like a dumb fuck right-winger from the U.S. Have I overestimated Vladimir Putin? 
differences i asked my colleague joker indeed this quote from martin luther king and he said i have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character that is a true value I quoted Glenn Youngkin, the GOP gubernatorial candidate in Virginia, saying the exact same goddamn thing. Misquoting Martin Luther King. But I'm afraid this is not what we see in reality right now. Incidentally, in Russia, most of our country simply do not care what skin color you have. He or she, that's not that important, because each and every one of us is a human person, human being. That's the most important thing. Uh, apparently, he's he's realized they are effective tactics. By this discussion in the Western countries about the rights of men and women, you know, uh, the Bolsheviks were speaking about nationalizing not just the property but also women. The proponents of new approaches go so far as they want to eliminate the whole notions of men and women. And Nationalizing women. Say that men and women exist, and this is a biological fact. They are all but banished. You know, parent number one, parent number two, or you know, the uh, parent that has given birth, or instead of breast milk, you say human milk, and you say all of that so the people who are not what? of their sex or gender are not unhappy. And I would like to say that this is not something new. In the 20s, in the 1920s, the Soviet Kulturträger came up with the so-called Newspeak, and they thought that thereby they were building a new consciousness and coming up with new values. And they went so far that we feel the consequences of... Wow. There are some monstrous things when, from a very young age... You teach to children that a boy can easily become a girl, and you impose on them this selection, this choice. Do we teach that, or do we just accept it when it happens naturally, you dumb fuck? child take these decisions that can destroy their lives. And if we call the spade a spade, this is uh, nigh to uh, a crime against humanity and all of that under the banner of progress well some people just want to do that once again the dude that jails journalists is talking about crimes against humanity holy fuck You, you, you totally just fucking, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have liked what Vladimir Putin had to say, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. He was, he's gone full-blown U.S. Southern right-winger. He was talking like he was a congressman from Georgia. That's, that's what Vladimir Putin sounded like. Even, even a little more batshit crazy. That was wild. I'm glad we watched it, though. I, maybe I've been giving him too much credit. Well, I know he's fash, but like I thought he was a very 
uh, suave and sophisticated fascist. But maybe he's just seen the way that U.S. propaganda works and I'll just go out there and talk like a dumb fuck and people will eat it up. Senator Richard Blumenthal is decried at Facebook's platitudes and bromides over increased oversight. Blumenthal uh, on Sunday appeared on CNN's Reliable Sources. Let's Go actually get the, let's hear it from the horse's mouth, goddammit. Talking about Facebook and how shitty it is. Reading the stories based on the Facebook papers this weekend, what new have you learned? What we're seeing, Brian, is really a drumbeat of disclosure. What new have you learned? He asked it like Yoda or some shit. What new have you learned? From Facebook and Instagram's own files. That point is really important because the research and studies that reveal Facebook putting profits over people are from Facebook's own files revealed to them long before it was revealed to us, and yet they disregarded them and continued exploiting children to fatten their bottom lines. And I think... It's not just children. One of the things that that um, research revealed was they created a lady named Carol... Uh, This is the summer of 2019. A new Facebook user named Carol Smith signed up for the platform, describing herself as a politically conservative mother from Wilmington, North Carolina. Smith's account indicated an interest in politics, parenting, and Christianity, and followed a few of her favorite brands, including Fox News and then-President Donald Trump. Though Smith had never expressed interest in conspiracy theories, in just two days, Facebook was recommending she join groups dedicated to QAnon, a sprawling and baseless conspiracy theory and movement that claimed Trump was secretly saving the world from a cabal of pedophiles and Satanists. Smith didn't follow the recommended QAnon groups, but whatever algorithm Facebook was using to determine how she should engage with the platform pushed ahead just the same. Within one week, Smith's feed was full of groups and pages that had violated Facebook's own rules, including those against hate speech and disinformation. Smith wasn't a real person. A researcher employed by Facebook invented the account along with those of other fictitious test users as part of an experiment in studying the platform's role in misinforming and polarizing users through its recommendation system. What we're seeing here is a building drumbeat for accountability, a movement for reform that will require disclosure of the powerful algorithms that drive destructive content to children and others, the hate speech in foreign countries, but also the anger and depression that is amplified by those algorithms. As 
as a content creator, I would like a platform that is neutral in its algorithm and lets me rise naturally by the actual people who watch me and engage with my content. I feel that I am good at what I do and that I will naturally rise through the ranks. I feel that YouTube works against me. The shadow banning that conservatives are talking about is true. They just don't fucking face it. They're just violating the rules so they can claim martyrdom. The shadow banning is a result of advertisers not wanting to be on content like mine. And therefore, they're stricter on me and they want to weed me out of their platform. I totally fucking get that. In capitalism, I just want an algorithm that's neutral. Rhythms as it leads children down rabbit holes in this kind of feedback cycle. So be prepared for more disclosures coming this week and in the coming. Fucking Instagram. I I, I scrolled through Instagram for the first fucking time in weeks. It's it's an ad every two or three posts. It's it's horrendous. Fuck Instagram. Fuck all this shit. I don't I don't know. I like social media. I don't want I don't want to ditch it, but fucking I'm going to have to interact with it differently. Hi before your committee. What day? Can you tell us when he's coming? I wish I could. I wish <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg would stand up. What the fuck? Who cares? What does it matter that he comes back to Capitol Hill to testify? In corporate America. What good is it fucking going to do? Facebook for the kind of destructive content they are pushing. And we're asking not only for Mark Zuckerberg, but disclosure of all of these documents that you're seeing now in real time from other whistleblowers. And we anticipate and hope there will be more whistleblowers. That's interesting. Have you heard from any others? We know of others. We hope to hear from others. We hope that we'll we have know of at least one from others if they're willing to step forward. Uh, I think what you're seeing is Facebook employees who are disgusted and just fed up saying enough is enough coming forward. And it's time for a change. Woo, I'm not a nugget. Integrity unit that was supposed to impose some accountability, but clearly Facebook is unable to police itself, unable to impose self-moderation, and that's why this reform is going to build as a movement. And all of this leads us Well, to- it has... It, no, 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 no. Facebook has imposed self-moderation. It's just... The moderation has been to the point of making as much money as possible. There is plenty of moderation on fucking Facebook. They just applied it to the detriment of open dialogue and to the benefit of their pocketbooks. I hate that, like, let's stop framing shit in these neutral terms and call shit what it is. Are you hoping to accomplish? What we're hearing from Facebook is platitudes and bromides. When it says it wants Mm. regulation... At the same time, it is fighting that regulation tooth and nail day and night with armies of lawyers, millions of dollars in lobbying. And so uh, I, I must say, uh, 
Facebook saying it wants regulation is the height of high enough for this shit. What we want is Facebook, in fact, to cooperate in imposing legal accountability, piercing the shield of legal immunity that it has and other tech platforms have. We want to go and explore other tech platforms as well. We're having TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube testify on Tuesday because I've heard from parents. They see the same problems there as occurs on Facebook and Instagram, eating disorders, online bullying, self-harm, even suicide. And we want Facebook, in effect, to face... They are amplifying the worst in us. Come clean. Because the worst in us is best for the consumer in us. We've been selectively curating what's been disclosed, but Facebook ought to come clean and reveal everything. Hmm. Uh, so that next hearing on Tuesday, you're broadening out. You're looking at these other platforms as well. Do you do you view them in rank order? Do you view Facebook as the worst offender and the others lower down? How do you how do you handle that? For me, the question is not who's the worst, hmm. but how do we reform them all? Not a race to the bottom. It should be a race to the top. Hmm. And what I'd like to democratize see- the internet for who can be the best. Instead, net neutrality, which we don't have, isn't enough. A year or so ago, in fact, tried to discourage participation. I miss the old internet. I really do. If if there was a way, can we put the genie back in the bottle? Can we can we make the internet more like it was in like two thousand? Movement and rather than trying to rank only with 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 the higher bandwidth, so we have video capability. Let's. Senator the Internet of 2000, but we've got, like, actual videos Thank instead you, of just, like, flash animations. But, like, the way it used to be before it got all corporate. I miss it. I miss it so bad. This is a fucking wild story, and, of course, it came out of Florida. Florida's top doctor refuses to mask and is told to leave a meeting. Florida's top health official was asked to leave a meeting after refusing to wear a mask at the office of a state senator who told him she had a serious medical condition. Florida Senate leader Wilton Simpson, a Republican, sent a memo to Senator Saturday regarding the incident at the office of Democratic State Senator Tina Polsky, asking visitors at the building to be respectful with social interactions. Polsky, who represents parts of Broward and Palm Beach counties, had not yet made public her breast cancer diagnosis. Hmm. Polsky told the Associated Press about the intense exchange with State Surgeon General Joseph Lapato Lapato It was first reported by the news site Florida Politics. She said Lapido and two aides were offered masks and asked to wear them when they arrived for the Wednesday meeting. She did not tell them she had breast cancer, but said she had a serious condition. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says cancer patients are at a higher risk to get severely ill from COVID-19 and may not build the same immunity to vaccines. Labido had asked to meet her in Tallahassee as he seeks confirmation in the Senate after being named to the post by Governor Ron DeSantis 
last month. It was so shocking to me that he treated me in this manner, Polsky said. If he is a Surgeon General for the next several years, I am really concerned about a future public health emergency and not being able to rely, to rely on him for necessary guidance and proper scientific leadership. Lapido offered to go outside, but the senator said she did not want to sit on the metal picnic tables on a warm day when her office was nice and spacious. She said she asked whether there was a reason why he couldn't wear a mask, but he couldn't answer. Democrats have opposed the appointment of Lapido, criticizing him for comments and actions related to the pandemic. A day into his job, Lapido signed new rules allowing parents to decide whether their children should quarantine or stay in school after being exposed to people who tested positive for COVID-19. Meanwhile, fucking right-wingers are going off on Dr. Fauci claiming that he lied to Congress. Fauci fires back at Rand Paul for a slam on tonight's Axios HBO. Responding to charges by Senator Rand Paul on Sunday's Axios on HBO, the NIAID director Anthony Fauci told ABC This Week, that it's molecularly molecularly impossible for U.S.-funded bat virus research in China to have produced COVID-19. The issue of Wuhan research was reignited on the right last week with a National Institutes of Health letter to Congress disclosing more about the research. Let's actually get into the letter because it doesn't say what the right-wingers say it says. Thank you for your continued interest in the work of the National Institutes of Health. Regarding National Institutes of Health's grant to EcoHealth Alliance, it is important to state at the outset that published uh, uh, no, uh, genomatic data demonstrate that the bat coronavirus studied under the NIH grant to EcoHealth Alliance, Inc. and subawarded to the Wuhan Institute of Virology are not and could not have become SARS-CoV-2 both the progress report and the analysis attached here again confirm that conclusion as the sequences of the viruses are genetically very distant. The fifth and final progress report for Grant R1, a whole bunch of shit, awarded to EcoHealth Alliance is attached with redactions only for personally identifiable information. This progress report was submitted to NIH in August of 2021 in response to NIH's compliance enforcement efforts. The limited experiment described in the final progress report provided by EcoHealth Alliance was testing if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model. All other aspects of the mice, including the immune system, remained unchanged. In this limited experiment, laboratory mice infected with... uh, a rando fucking number bat coronavirus became sicker than those infected with the WIV1 bat coronavirus as sometimes occurs in science. This was an unexpected result of the research as opposed to something that the researchers set out to do. Regardless, the viruses being studied under the grant were genetically very distant 
from SARS-CoV-2. The research plan was reviewed by NIH in advance of the funding, and NIH determined that it did not fit the definition of research involving enhanced pathogens of pandemic potential. That it did not meet the criteria for gain-of-function research. This letter once again confirms what Fauci said to Rand Paul. I want to point this out one more time. Because right-wingers are sharing the letter around saying, See, Rand Paul was right. Rand Paul was not right about fucking anything. And it even has the proof that goes with it. As if I could ever, like, interpret what their fucking data means. Kelly Paul, the wife of Senator Paul, shuts down CNN host, who called Paul an ass after explosive new NIH letter released. This is the blaze. This is Blaze Media saying this after explosive new NIH letter released. Did you guys think that that letter we just read was explosive? They just flat out lie. And their their followers are idiots, are the dumbest fucks walking the planet, so they'll believe it. Kelly Paul, the wife of Senator Rand Paul, shut down CNN host Brianna Keller on Friday after the National Institutes of Health seemingly admitted in a new letter that the agency did in fact fund gain-of-function research at the infamous Wuhan Institute of Virology. You guys just read the letter. Did it say that? That the word seemingly there is doing a hell of a lot of work. It's only seemingly if you're a dumb fuck reading that and you don't know what you're talking about. Let's see if we can find this clip. I want to see it. Past week, nothing, nothing. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Apparently, this was in a tweet. It, there was no video, she wasn't on. Well, Rand has been demanding transparency, and I can't fucking see for all the goddamn ads on the blaze. Well, Rand has been demanding transparency from Fauci for over a year. Lowbrow hacks like or Keller or whatever the fuck her Twitter handle is. CNN responded by calling Rand an ass on air. Giggling Gail King uh, fangirled Fauci and ridiculed Rand, ignoring the point of his questions. Kelly Paul tweeted, Have any comments now, Gail and Brianna? Apparently, Brianna did have comments and she wrote a lengthy response where she not only attempted to downplay the significance of the NIH, 
No, provide the context of the NIH letter, which proves that Rand Paul is a liar. Rand Paul was not vindicated by this letter. And she should indeed double down on her criticism of Rand Paul. God damn, right-wingers are morons. All right, was COVID <laughs> was COVID leaked by Maine lobsters? I fucking I can't believe this is an actual story. China linked campaign pushes unfounded claim tying Maine lobster to COVID. Researchers have spotted an unusual Chinese campaign to suggest that Maine lobsters may have been the source of COVID-19. An investigation conducted by University of Oxford in conjunction with NBC News found the idea was floated by a Chinese diplomat who tweeted an unfounded claim that lobsters shipped from Maine to a market in Wuhan could be the source of the outbreak. Wow. Disinformation researcher Marcel Schlebs then found some 550 other Twitter accounts that amplified the theory, sharing the baseless claim in English, Spanish, French, Polish, and Korean, with the accounts all posting at similar times. Attribution is really difficult, Schlebs, with the Oxford Internet Institute, told NBC, but we can see there's a coordinated effort and that it's a pro-Chinese narrative. There's no evidence that lobster is the source on COVID-19, despite theories the disease may have jumped from animals to humans. The main CDC has refuted those claims. Of course they have. They're in the pockets of big lobster. They don't want it getting out that the lobster was the source of the COVID-19. It's not. Twitter, Twitch, wherever the fuck I'm broadcasting right now. COVID-19 did not come from lobsters. I didn't say that. Dumb fuck said that shit. I'm not the one spreading medical you misinformation. You think we're fools? I like a big lobster right now. Sorry, sorry to the vegans. If fucking vegans, I'll I'll take your taste test with your with your artificial hamburger. You got to come over here and try my lobster mac and cheese, and say if that's not worth fucking dying for. You'd stick your dick in a blender for that shit. That's how good my lobster goddamn mac and cheese is. I make you a lobster baked potato, motherfuckers. I make me a buttered cream sauce. Put some fucking cheese in there with it. Mmm. You put you put like a a, a melty like a, a 
Hit you like a Kobe. Inside your potato and you're topping it with, with some fucking cheddar. Now you got your now you got yourself a potato. I'm a big fan of putting shit in potatoes. Barbecue potatoes, taco potatoes, I'm all about fucking shit on potatoes. Not actual shit. How the fuck do, oh lobster, that's how. Like how do we get on that shit? Big lobster, that's what that's what Jordan Peterson has been feeding on, that big lobster money. I animal flesh tastes amazing to me. I fucking love it. Um, nom, 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 <laughs> for those for those of you who didn't join us for the freak show. Sparkles was confronted with the idea of knowing how to make sausage or knowing the process of making sausage. Would you still eat it if you knew how it was made? Look up the process. Sparkles started breaking down the process of making like she's fucking made sausages in her life. Was very into the sausage. If there's two things Sparkles knows about, it's sewing and sausage making. He also discussed the bitchin' stitch. <laughs> Ivermectin is an antiparasitic drug and a very good one if you are infected with the roundworms that cause river blindness or the parasite mites that cause scabies. It is uh, wonderfully effective. It is cheap. It is accessible. And its, discovery, uh, its discoverers won the Nobel Prize in 2015. It has also been widely promoted as a coronavirus proelastic treatment. It is not. This promotion has been broadly criticized as a fever dream. And by the way, fucking the way the right wing media has ran with the like CNN lied about Joe Rogan. No, they fucking didn't. Even the clip that Joe Rogan played on his fucking show didn't say Joe Rogan took horse paste. Said something to the effect of he took a medicine that's commonly used as a horse antiparasitic, which is true. The statement they said was true. Joe Rogan is the one lying about CNN now. Bullshit. And it's like I, I don't have anything against Joe Rogan other than like the the bias of the guests he has on, like. Why you got Michael Malice coming on your show 200 fucking times and you don't have any fucking lefties come on? What the fuck is that shit? That's weird to me. Have Sam Cedar on, you bitch. But I like Joe Rogan. So it's not, it's not a matter of, you know, and it's like, I fuck, fuck CNN. I give two shits less about CNN. It's about being factual. And, and calling shit like it is, because, like, I feel like I'm going crazy over here. That, like, there's this, this prevailing narrative about fucking everything. You know, people don't want to work. He is kind of a right... Like, it's hard to call him a right-wing shill, because he would tell you himself that he's very progressive, he's for 
Medicare for all, raising the minimum wage, shit like that. But man, is his guest selection ever fucking weird and clearly appealing to a certain audience that is more profitable to him. Dude, you're on Spotify now. You don't need to get you don't need to get the numbers. Fucking have some diversity in your guests. Michael Malice. Why who the fuck? Why would you have Michael Malice on? As many times as you have. That was like his guest last week. Fuck Michael Malice. And he's probably one of the dudes that re- reported me on Twitter. I used to troll him all the time. I will. It's like Joe can be convinced of things if you go in and make a reasonable argument. He's just not having people making a leftist argument to him. Specifically. I don't know. I don't know. Then the whole fucking Ivermectin thing. This promotion has been broadly criticized as a fever dream conceived in the... (laughs) I'll look up a word in the Atlantic article here. Memetic. Mimetic. Mimetic. Relating to or constituting an element of a culture or system of behavior that is passed from one individual to another. Oh, that's where the word meme comes from. Mimetic. Mimetic. Well. Mimetic bowels of the internet as a convenient buttress for bad arguments against vaccination. This is not entirely fair. Perhaps 70 to 100 studies have been conducted on the use of ivermectin for treating or preventing COVID-19. Several dozen of them support the hypothesis that the drug is a plague mitigant. To meta-analysis, which looked at data aggregated across subsets of these studies, concluded that the drug has value in the fight against the pandemic. So if you're the sort of person who follows the science, it might seem perfectly rational to join the fervent supporters of ivermectin. It might even strike you as reasonable to suggest, as one physician and congressional witness did recently, that people are dying because they don't know about this medicine. The problem is, not all the science is worth following. I work on a small team. This is an an Atlantic article by James Heathers, by the way. I work on a small team of researchers who do what one might call forensic peer review, In the standard process for scientific publishing, peer reviewers take a manuscript mostly at face value. They ensure that the study makes sense as it's described. We do something else. We check everything and try to ferret out any potential biases in reported patterns of digits, statistical improbabilities, inconsistencies between what researchers said they do and what they actually did in plagiarized sentences or paragraphs. And we often find fatal flaws hidden behind a veil of $2 words and statistical jargon. The ivermectin literature has been no exception. Over the past six months, we've examined about 30 studies of the drug's use for treating or preventing COVID-19, focusing on randomized studies or non-randomized ones that have been influential with at least 100 participants. We've reached out directly to the authors of the uh, of these studies to discuss our found, our, our findings 
sometimes engaging in lengthy back and forth when appropriate. We've sent messages to the journals in which studies have been published. In our opinion, a bare minimum of five ivermectin papers are either misconceived, inaccurate, or otherwise based on studies that cannot exist as described. One study has already been withdrawn on the basis of our work. The four other very much should be. The withdrawn study a team in Egypt. Yes, we've. this is the one the right wing always touts. Compared outcomes among COVID-19 patients who did and did not receive ivermectin, but for the latter group, they included deaths that had occurred before the study began. According to the journal Nature, the lead author defended the paper in an email and claimed that the withdrawal took place without his knowledge. He did not respond to an inquiry from The Atlantic. Other papers have been egregious or have also had egregious flaws. Researchers in Argentina said they recruited participants from hospitals that had no record of having participated in the research and then blamed mistakes on a statistician who claimed never to have been consulted. A few studies show clear evidence of severe data irregularities. In one from Lebanon, for example, the same section of patient records repeats over and over again in the data set as if it had been copied and pasted. An author on the paper uh, conceded that the data were flawed and claimed to have requested a retraction. So there you go. Ivermectin doesn't work to treat COVID. Very good for parasites, though, and also uh, uh, it cures your insomnia. People reported like a 30% better dealing with insomnia when they were on fucking Ivermectin. I saw that in one of the studies. Did you know chickens can be ticklish? Because I sure as shit didn't, but apparently they apparently they can. And here's you here's you a video to prove it. This is Francis. And Chicken? Chicken? Is that is that what fucking Adrian Curry always said? Chicken? I had to unfollow her on Facebook. She was too much. She was too much for me. And I just wade in bullshit all day long. And I'm like, I can't take Adrian Curry. I don't know how Media Winch does this shit. Anyway, this, this chick on. This chick on. Apparently fucking ticklish. All right. This is Francis. And What's up, Francis? Francis uh, does what she usually does. This is going to be cute. So she's a big girl. She's an Easter egg and uh, this is good. You ever seen a chicken laugh? This no, I haven't. Ready? All right, you ready? That's why I'm really into this. Okay. She's very ticklish. Francis. It's a good looking chicken. Francis laughing. I hope you enjoyed that. I did very much. Let's let's watch Francis laugh again. Alright. This is Francis. And if Francis uh, does what she usually does, this is gonna be cute. Francis is cute as shit. I'm all about it. Here's an Easter egg. And uh this is good. You ever seen a chicken laugh? 
This is Francis, right? I have now. That's a beautiful fucking chicken. <laughs> I want that chicken to have the best goddamn life possible okay. before we break its neck and quarter it and fry it up. You ever had some Nashville hot chicken? That shit is excellent. And that's Francis laughing. I hope you enjoyed that. If you're watching on Twitch, you're heading over to Echoplex Media. It's Sunday night. It's time for the big show. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol, live.